So it's all about now. It's all about the fucking serotonin. We care about politics, <clears throat> but it's been co-opted by capital. The moment Nick makes a popular leftist post, or a la- spreading the word of labor abuse, all he cares about is those sweet numbers, those impressions. It's disgusting to me. I've been I would like to, start to make money to by you. being on Twitter at some point. <laughs> I, I, okay. Peter, Nick's saying the quiet part loud. Peter Peter Dow <laughs> Peter Dow posted like a thing the other day, a few days ago, that was like, All right, call for mutual aid. Who needs help? And I like put my I like put my shit on there. And I was truthful. I wasn't like, oh, I'm trans and homeless and like you know what I mean? Like I'm straight. <laughs> obviously there are pe- obviously there are people who need it more. And than actually me. live in like a pretty nice house. My rent is two hundred dollars. My rent is not two hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like two fifty. No, it's two seventy. It, but it's but it's go it's going up. It's going up. January first, it's mm-hmm. going up. So oh, what, shit! No wonder you had to make that. It's, go, it's going to be like three forty. Fuck! No doubt. Okay, you need those Dow bucks. And you need <laughs> that. You need this. I like money from this post. I mean, it's like yes, workers are being abused at Trader Joe's, but like I mean, Nick also doesn't want to get a job, so. You know, because he, because he'll be abused at it. So how could you fucking blame him? See what's oh, wrong with that? Wh- oh, I you get think it's you not think right it's for corny. me to try to raise money by, when I spread uh, labor abuse practices? What should I go get a job at Trader Joe's to be abused? Is that what you think? I could have wrote a fucking Substack about it and tried to get money that way. <laughs> Maybe you should. I mean, after you get your brand going, though. That's the thing. Nobody gives a shit. You can't start a Substack because you know subscription. You can't start with a subscription based model. You have to move to it. If I could pay one month's rent off a viral tweet, I would be very happy about that. You should say that when you post the link to your cash app. Just. <laughs> I've already like anonymized. And say Anon- also, but make sure you say your one month's rent is uh, $300 or whatever. $270 so that you don't get too much money. You know. It's like when they were donating to build the wall. It's like, I, you know, you, you donated. And it's like, do you really think any of this money is going to build the wall? Do you think even a dollar of this money is going to build the wall? <laughs> That's what I should have done. I mean, that would be the... But that guy got sued, right? You should have made the Indiegogo to build the wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what you should have done instead of getting a job. And or, then just kept all the or money. Or making this viral post. That guy know? made like a million dollars. And I mean, what can he be? He can't be... I don't think you can... People get away with Indiegogos all the time. So I, I don't, don't see what's wrong with... I don't think that he can get caught. I don't... No, he did get caught. and Now he's in trouble. For not for not fulfilling an Indiegogo, what federal? I don't know. I think gonna, I think like, no, no. In, I Indiegogo. Think, I think it was a civil lawsuit. Oh, okay. Which I don't know if that went anywhere, but I don't see morally anything wrong with stealing from people who have sh- fucked up ideology. Right, like people and who want to diver- spread and then like diverting their. Shows. If I fucking di- made that Indiegogo, like the it's like I, I'm so sick of people having this opinion that Trader Joe's employees should like deserve more it's like you already work at a nice grocery store all right so if you steal a little bit of money from people you know spreading vile shit like i wouldn't i would tell the truth about where the money was going Mm -hmm. and how's that post gonna go it's gonna be like hey i'm fucking broke as shit too if you donate money to me so that I don't starve i and i actually i will give part of it to my friend who's suffering under trader joe's you could say that uh, we didn't have a union, so we got fired. So I'm trying to 
Now that's why I don't have any money. If, if I had had, if someone had donated to, I my, think my story is pretty sad. Yeah, oh, no, I worked there for like seventeen years, man. And now what am I going to do? Yeah, no, you're a charity case, right? Yeah, <laughs> we should get you on the fucking screen. Get the. I'll I'll take your pity. Oh, we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this all stays in because this will help maybe they'll just start donating money to the page the patreon because they're so sad for you i don't think that's gonna happen i as depressed as depressed and fucked up as i've been on this show and been like please help me please even help me find a job i didn't even ask for money i've said Have you made that explicit plea on the show yeah i said please has help me find a job to, has it made it to air i don't know yeah it did but only one person who I'm already friends with tried to heard it and tried to help at all. All right, well, listeners, we're asking you again. <clears throat> Nick does not want to have to find one, okay? <laughs> Get that through your heads and help no, him out. All I asked for was like ideas about what I could do that wouldn't be horrible. Well, we're talking about now. <laughs> what do you mean? And, and I'm asking the listeners, donate to the Patreon for Nick. I think Nick's new job becoming being a grifter could be good for the pod. <laughs> Because that's like... This is good content. This is fun. (laughs) (laughs) This is funny. Saw it in books. I read it on tape. So if we hadn't made an explicit, I made a tweet. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, shit. No, people don't even know what we're talking about. They don't have any idea what we're talking about. All right. So a friend of mine works for Trader Joe's. Uh, and she is getting, they're doing labor abuses, man. It's not good. Uh, and she asked me to put it on the podcast. She didn't ask me to tweet it, but I tweeted it cause I thought it might be compelling it and might now, be down to you. And now it's what? And might, yeah, exactly. And I might, <laughs> and I might be able to get something out of it. And, uh, so I tweeted it and now it's doing numbers. So hopefully it'll do big numbers and, uh, and in, and spread and word. Yeah. I think, okay, but what you said earlier before we started recording was like the whole point of why she told me to do it was because people think Trader Joe's is fucking aw- like awesome and treats their employees really well, yeah, which, which they treat my friends, which they, they treat and they treat them better or they pay them better and have better benef- benefits and stuff than the typical grocery store. That is yeah. true. And but, they're, weird. they're wearing jeans and they smile when I when I come in. Yeah, they yeah, and they're like told compelled to s- say, "Oh, I love that item that you bought." I'm a you know. Okay. Have you ever noticed? Yeah, yeah, every yeah. single okay, time you go to, to Trader know. Joe's, yeah. every literally every single time, the your cashier says about at least one of your items. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that item. Okay, so now I know. To not, I don't think they're. For, I don't think they're that. forced to do that. I, like they can't. Yeah, but they're they're not doing it out of pure volition of their own. They're fulfilling an obligation. No, so people. I, the the bosses are like, you should you I'm, should do this. Yeah. If I'm too excited to talk to them about the, or if I feel like a so because that was a situation where I would feel like a social obligation to be like, oh, let's have a little conversation about the product. Then if you like it too, but they don't want to do it apparently. Well, either, so. I I think I think most of them think it's fine. I think most of them think their job is pretty okay. That's the type of thing where it's like. Okay, how are they enforcing it? Is it like they will every few months bring you in and be like, I noticed that you're not recommending the products? Or is it just a suggestion? Because like, not that I'm trying to say that they're not I don't know. Is there, it like, yeah, is it like uh, Office Space where he's like, 
she's like, uh, what? I didn't know the flare was mandatory. And he's like, well, it's not mandatory, but... Yeah, it's clearly a problem if you're not, uh, you know, chatting the customers up about, ooh, these cauliflower tempura and just med- are actually, yeah. these are so good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Marketized relationships, man. And think about they our, suck. think about our you. friend that works at Trader Joe's and how much she does not like <laughs> being phony. Oh my God. Yeah. How much she's <laughs> just against phoniness. It's funny to imagine her at Trader Joe's on one level because the dynamic of what they expect, the, the like cheery vibe. She must play the game. There's no way she can still be No, there. she's playing the game yeah, for yeah. sure. But she but she, I think she liked it until she basically really liked it until I think for the most part until this covid shit started happening. Also, we're not ca- casting <clears throat> our friend as like a mean or like, you know, a gr- like a no, grumpy she's a person. Good, no, she's, she's a good cool. person. What we're trying to say is that she's cool. <laughs> she is cool and she, <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't like, like bull. To, she doesn't truck with bullshit. Yeah, she doesn't like to be uh fucking becoming a little smiling uh cherub or, you know. Right. She's not she doesn't fuck with bullshit. I I would imagine that's the weird thing at Trader Joe's is like they create this atmosphere that it feels like, oh, these people love to interact with me and stuff, and they love to do this. And uh, that, that, yeah, I guess obviously that would be a just a honestly. Fucking I already like knew Trader Joe's was fucked up though, because my ex girlfriend worked there who who did art. Because you know how they have like hand painted everything all oh, over the place, yeah, yeah. like they all their displays, the stuff. all their displays are like handmade signage like with all kinds yeah, they're, of they're art like and the drawings wall has and shit. like on it so they have like every store has like a handful of people or, that wait, do, I should bleep that, that, do that like, i'm bleeping that hold on let me remind myself to bleep out the naming specific the lo- specific location, location. Yeah. yeah don't do that bleep. <laughs> all right so having given it a few beats uh so she was one of the people who made the art right and it, they were total taskmasters, and she hated it. It was awful. Wow. They, like, worked her very hard. Just And you, she did it because she was like, oh, I went to art school. This will be fun. And it was, like, not fucking fun at all. And she found the culture there, like, kind of fucked up. That, like, enforced we're having a fun time shit is so difficult. Right. Like, to, 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 I, I guess some people, like, just don't have a problem with it. It's seemingly because... Uh, but you know, it always happens at these workplaces. It's like, oh, we're all friends and we like each other. Like I'm faced with this decision. Should I go to the fucking, uh, wedding company that I work for is Christmas party on February 6th or whatever. Uh, like I've never gone to it, but they have like this whole, it's like, oh, it's so fun. They give away TVs and stuff. It's like, I, cause there's like, I don't know if this is true or not. Fucking. This is so dumb. The 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 there's this one DJ who keeps being like, I think you're gonna get videographer for the year, man. And I like never go and I feel like an asshole and I'm like, fuck, should I go this year? <laughs> to this fucking Wait, so you, you just, should you go, could have just but... been piling up trophies and you have no idea? Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> you're like Woody Allen. This is like one in many ways in which you're like Woody Allen. First of all, Woody Allen is a genius. He's been doing this for over fifty years. And he's just amazing writer, director. He's done all kinds of, of wonderful things. Okay, Keenan, Kate McKinnon, Pete. Pete. All right. That's all I know. I don't know anybody Wait, else. Wait, no, think hard. You guys could do this. No, I, I already did it. Say more. Kyle Mooney, Beck Bennett, 
uh, I believe Sarah Sherman apparently is already on it. I think uh, Mike, oh left. Che Michael oh, Che really Colin yeah. Jost. Okay, we got there. All right, all right, all right. Just making sure. Just making yeah. sure. Look, we oh, what are we doing though? Honestly, I watched that Pete Davidson guys. Movie. We got we did Me actually too. see a film. I just watched it the other day. Oh, remember really? yesterday? You seen it before? No. Remember yesterday uh, when liked, we saw a I movie? Liked it. Yeah, The Matrix. We saw the fucking Resurrections. Matrix. Oh boy. I don't even like want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, they did. They decided to make it bad, which is interesting. You know I, that, you I know still that have to meme? analyze that. But it's like, look what they did to my boy. That, it, it, that's it, the meme. The it, fucking internet is like Twitter is likes it a lot, and it's it's like hurt. It's like making my brain hurt. Matrix Four falls into a, a canon of of interesting films that I would include uh, films such as like Freddy Got Fingered, Funny Games. Films that their their existence is sort of a joke to the creator, where they, uh, I think she's tr- I think she's deliberately trying to fuck with the audience for sure. Like, there's two readings to the Matrix Four, is that Lana Wachowski is pure cringe, and Lily is the non cringe sister, and the crucial John element to stop Paul from writing Maxwell's Solar Hammer, or including a line all the bad. Having a fucking guy in the Matrix who's reading the I think the that, ships and the reading. I think that is an argument that supports my theory of the Matrix, which is the Matrix inside a Matrix theory. Well, I so there, there's that because if it, there's if they're saying all the bad inside the Matrix, then that's not real life. There's a layer below it. There has yeah. to be the, the other reading being that uh, Lana Wachowski did not want to do this at all and has contempt for you for viewing it um, because how I don't know about that. I think she might have wanted to do it and just like... That's why I think it's not likely that that's the uh, case because... Yeah. She, they, the, the fucking... At the very end where they where they jump off the building together and it's all about whoa, their whoa. love. This movie just came out. You can't... We can't do spoilers well, for I just a movie that literally just came out yesterday. Well, it's also bad. We can do spoilers. Yeah, this movie doesn't this, exist. This episode's not coming out for like two weeks. Yeah, and oh, this movie doesn't point. exist in the Matrix universe. Right. It exists in the... Uh, just a different universe. So we, well, that's so that's the thing. We also have contempt for our listeners, for our audience. No, but I think they should be. I think this is the right thing to do to listen to trash delivery. Like I'm not making this thing where it's like funny games. It's like, haha, fuck you for watching this. This is a comment about how you'll watch fucked up stuff and you and and you like it. I love that movie. Yeah, I know, but Michael Haneke by his own admission, is kind of saying, stop watching the movie. Oh, he is. Like, that's but the I point of it. Fuck that. Well, that's care. what I mean, is that the relationship... the super awesome thriller. I'm not saying it makes it bad. I'm saying yeah, yeah. an artistic element of that relies upon the... There's more going on there than just the content of this film stands on its own. It's about the audience interaction with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the nature of even choosing to view it in the first place. Well, it's kind of like how people... The people who really love The Matrix are the ones who also love the computer the most. But also, uh, Freddy Got Fingered, too, is... Uh, they made a sequel? The, they... they uh, no, he's just listing movies that have contempt for the audience. You know, he, he no, made I know it. he meant He was like, also. I got all this money. I shouldn't have it. Here's an elephant that's coming everywhere. Here's a helicopter. I think that movie's got funny parts. I love that movie. I think that that's... I honestly, genuinely love that movie. Yeah, I think I think you're giving Resurrections way too much credit to even put it in the legacy of mm-hmm. these other movies. Because the, the, the truth is, it doesn't have contempt for its audience. No, it doesn't. 
I want it. It has to. actually it actually does have contempt for a certain segment of its audience. Me. It, me. Yes. No, it has contempt for people me. People who wanted it to be good. <laughs> no, it has contempt for the ones who viewed it as uh because the, the elements of the matrix that Lana is interested in uh are not the elements of the matrix that I'm interested in. Or that I'm sure well, you're interested it's, in. It's bullshit because, yeah, I get what you're saying is that, like, yeah, because this movie fixated on other things and wasn't really about world building in a coherent way or whatever. Like, or it wasn't about the, it was, it did the thing where it zeroes in on, oh, this movie's about the Neo and Trinity's love. What's what I'm talking about? They're, they but have those scenes between the, the game fucking... designers where they're talking about, oh, what is the Matrix? And it's pitched at this, like, this obnoxious, satirical tone uh, where there's no depth. They're not even ta- re- like they're just gesturing to like, hey, you know, people have different ideas of what the Matrix means, right? We're not actually getting into what any of these ideas actually mean. We're not parsing them in any meaningful way. It's just like, oh, some people think it's about capitalism. Some people think it's about you know, trans issues, and it's like, okay, are, are we are we going to actually talk about why people think these things, yeah. or we're we just going to gesture to the ideas? There was that one scene where the Neil Patrick Harris program starts talking about how the Matrix absorbs hopes it absorbs ambition it absorbs uh like um energy against it the way capitalism does yeah. like if you try to create a revolutionary movement against capitalism it, it absorbs that and it like very clearly describes that dynamic using the matrix as a stand-in for capitalism and it makes you think it the movie constantly dangles the fact that it could get better like yeah. it's like this might be no don't worry though this this might seem like it fucking sucks but hold on. Right. Hold on, though. Right. And it's just the it's first, just meandering like, nonsense. But all, it's but just a tweet thread. Even, like, there's so much expository dialogue in that movie. It's awful. The degree to which they it's showed so the old boring. movies. Because they did that thing where they were, like, like trying to mock self-referential stuff ten, and throwbacks and remakes. But they didn't transcend it. of fucking explaining shit. Shut the fuck up. How about the up. fact that we're supposed to get the fact that the guy who is Agent Smith is Agent Smith, even though it's like, I didn't feel like he was. His performance didn't make me feel like he was, but they just keep literally flashing to Agent Smith from the other movie, like doing a match cut back and forth. They're like, no, it's him. It's him. Here's the scene from the I movie. I thought he did an okay job of aping Agent Smith. I just didn't think anything did an okay. I don't, I like didn't feel like anything was. I didn't think the fucking action was very good. I, at this all is the either. key. This is the key. Criticism of the Matrix. The key and was one that people the action sucked. Terrible action. Fucking and like whole, the whole not a single cool fight. Not a single. No, it even all sucked. Mediocre. I, one action of the best. Sequence. One of the best criticisms I saw today was like, was like, so they like go to the dojo, right? And they're like, do it's like, oh, it's the dojo where where more where where Neo first learned how, how to do kung fu, right? And so you're like doing a callback to this scene. And then the original scene was way better. So who gives a shit? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, what the fuck? If, if the Matrix Resolutions exists to, to demonstrate all of the myriad ways that uh, blockbuster filmmaking has gotten worse in the 20 years since the Matrix came out, it, it, it does it It's funny how extremely it, yeah, well. It's just a perfect exemplar of that without ever transcending it or even trying to. Yeah. It's just like, look, movies fucking suck now, don't they? Yeah, this one's not going to be good. Yeah, this is just like no. those. But, we'll <laughs> make, but like, we can flatter your intellect a little bit by making you think it is. Yeah, this uh, one's I just like know. the bad movies, but as a you think statement. She, I mean, I don't know. I think she might have done it intentionally. The degree to which they had the soy banter is insane. 
The like fact that we had Daphne. It's not well done. It, like, I just I'm not I'm I'm just wondering about intent. And there was one very the moment that really this is the very first moment where I was like, oh no, this movie might be going the wrong direction was when they had the uh you know the blue haired matrix uh girl, which Bugs. you know, you take the red pill, but you get freaking blue hair. God damn. It was a little confused. I was but a little, the, I, I was a little confused. That's not the the, the the moment though was when she saves the person or whatever. I don't even remember, remember exactly, but she's saving a person and she runs away from a bunch of programs that are trained to be killers with guns. Oh, and they can't hit they're anything. firing a bunch of people. Like 10 people are firing automatic from like guns at her. From like 15 feet, and she feet just, away. She, it's not like she does cool dodges or they show that she's like using the matrix to get away from these bullets. The bullets just don't hit her. They have bad aim. There was a ton of that in that movie. What the fuck are it. you doing, Lana? So much. Do you much care of it. about the Matrix? Uh, well, maybe that was intentional. Do you want too. it to be cool at all? Maybe she's trying to make a comedy. She's lame, and Lily is cool. Lana, how do you do? How's it going? Uh, uh, why? Why now? What? Why is? Why is now the right time for more Matrix? Whoa. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You just come out and get to like <laughs> ask the gigantic question that is like. It wasn't planned. It was not orchestrated in any way. I don't know. Was, I had no, like, almost no fun. I'm very surprised. One element of the movie I thought would make it anathema to a certain crowd of people on Twitter who seem to love it, uh, and that, and this is the only element of the movie that I did like, in, like, enjoy or respond to on an intellectual level, which was conflating. Uh, uh, the Matrix and modes of oppression with therapy. Oh, yeah. that was the best element. Yeah, That's yeah. what sucked about them fucking yeah. fumbling it so much. Yeah, that was good. Because that I, they were going so much for this thing of at the start, seemingly the the therapist. All of these modes of control to make you feel normal are actually normalizing your abuse. That's brilliant, actually. I mean, like if it had been explored better. I think that's a great idea. But well, cuz also being like this is what that that therapy and like and drug and medication is like a big part of why is a system of control to that keep was the you main element, yeah. to keep you fucking It is the it, it is the dominant mode of control now I think for many people especially of my generation and below of convincing was, you that the the world is that fine you, you are the problem. Fuck, you're Yo, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, it's, it's and your you need problem to suppress to suppress all of the all of your negative reactions to the world around you that was the first thing the first that made me think this movie actually might have vitality like this might there might be a reason for this to exist as far as like this movie has something to say about right now it's it's and it it no, doesn't it, it has something to say about 2006 because it ends with a fucking post credits like cat <laughs> joke sequence i like have been fantasizing about lily like ha- and lana having a fight of over that or just like being mad <laughs> at each other like she just watches it it's like so what'd you think the last impression that uh, she had being a little post credit scene where it's like, oh, have you seen this? What about it's the Catrix? I, Lily said she loved it. You know, I'm, I'm this is all in my head. I don't know. I'm like, imagining it. I mean, I have no idea if she's being truthful or not, but this, she did say like she saw it and she loved this it. This is me. This is my head canon. Just I want to believe that she's the good. It sister. could be like way different f- if you're trans too, for, I, I guess. I mean, it, the, like a lot of trans people seem to be really. Uh, no, the movie's bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, Whether you're trans or not, the movie's bad. Yes. Okay. All right. And also no. their insistence. I mean, because I see. Because the first movies are for, for the trans allegory. That's the good one. Yeah. That's the good trans effect. Like they did it good. This one is fucking gobbledygook. 
I just see some people on the old on the on the old Twitter who are doing the towing the exact same party line of uh, Spider-Man fanboys who are being like, "Oh yeah, if you don't like the Matrix Four, you're a transphobe and an idiot." And it's like, cool. Thank you. This is why I love you guys. This is why we yeah. get along. Wait, Spider-Man is there's no no, no, no trans I'm in it. The Matrix Four. Spider-Man oh, is an elaborate trans allegory. You didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Being trans is a lot like being a mutant spider, dude. Kind of. Yeah. Here's my husband, Chad. That's the be- that was the actual. Oh, the worst. The worst was, was like, the best moment in the movie. The worst was like people being like kind of making fun of that. I saw it, and then people were like, "Oh, do you know why he's named Chad?" <laughs> and it's like. Because the guy who played Chad, his name is Chad, and he's the guy who directs the John Wick boot. Did you know that? Yes. No. He's Chad the guy Zanowski. who... Uh, he's direct, the action he's choreographer the, and director of that John Wick Here's movies. a... Per, yeah. this, and that, he worked on the... He was, he's... Neo's Keanu's stunt double. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, okay, I don't care about your fucking Easter egg at all. No. Trinity's family is actually the perfect element to pick apart this movie just on a... Caring at all about your character's level. It, it, because Trinity is someone who, in this version of The Matrix, has an alternate life where she raised two children. Ostensibly was a mother to them. Raised them like they grew with her. You know, like what would be different about that than being a normal mother? You, they, you, did, it's, you didn't know it was a simulation when you were doing it. And in one instant, she completely decides she, they turn into ash in her mind. Uh. It was implied, I think, that she had already figured out that it wasn't real. No, but that doesn't make that. Level. Okay, so what? Were these children programs? Because we already know right. that they have right. corresponding human. And it doesn't matter if it's not real. Like, Well, it's totally possible that they are programs. I mean, no, the movies acknowledge that programs are, are life too, though. That's yeah, true. exactly. That's true. Yeah. that's true. You still, you raised, you're still that's the mother true. to these, regardless of the Even scenario. Even if they're AI or whatever. You still raised these children. How are they going to feel? It doesn't care. The movie does not give a fuck. It's like... Actually, fuck them. We're not interested in the human emotions of this. We're only interested in the only human love or connection that we're interested in is Neo and Trinity. That's a fair point. How, we're not going to analyze point. these actually interesting aspects of that are raised by this. And he, she's all like, "Fuck you for bringing children into yeah, it." Yeah, it's like, so, well, you're the one who abandoned them. Yeah, you abandoned. You're like, the, oh, so now you're murdering an NPC over and over in this weird, vindictive like thing where it's like that. Just struck me as very anti Matrix. Just very like. Uh, not anti-matrix, but just like not a matrix scene where they're at the very end, they're all powerful and they're just killing the guy over and over for fun. It was like, that's not really like what? Pretty, pretty corny. Yeah. They're just like slitting his throat and he comes back to life and they're like interrogating him and it's supposed to be played as like a joke. Like this, it's supposed to me that like, damn, you're really not at all interested in this fucking world. Fuck Lana. She hates the matrix. She doesn't give a shit about it. I mean, maybe she doesn't, and that's fine, too. No, I mean, I guess there's the thing of what she was forced to make this, I guess. Well, they were going to so make it with it her bad. without her. They were going to make it with her without and her. And I've decided I would have been fine with it. They should have made it without her. I'm interested in what it, that would you know be this like. fucked up head case of a movie. Do you know what it would have had? It would have had at action. least an, an attempt at good action. This didn't even try. Honestly... This, a pitiful excuse for action. It would have like, been a hundred times even, better if it didn't try to be smart even one time and it was just like fucking action scenes. Just give me the fucking late Y2K uh, green tinted cyberpunk aesthetic. Give me that. And uh, give me Monica Bellucci in a PVC red leather. 
That's why I watched The Matrix. Am I really watching The Matrix? After the first Matrix, am I really watching it for the ideas? No, it I'm also, watching it for the action. This movie does tacitly support, like, uh, fucking adventurism bullshit against, uh, like, it's it represents the state of, it's not Zion, but it's like another underground EO. city. EO. As it rep, it, there's one point where the like leader of it, what's her name? Nibiru, Nibiri, Niobe, Niobe, um, where she expresses to Neo that she's not actually thrilled to see this revolutionary leader come back because there's been an era of peace where they've made strides in growing food, like feeding their people, uh, because they have apparently a socialist government down here in the sense where they're not they're prioritizing feeding the people. That's the that's what's going on, and you have these fucking like twenty year old uh, pilot of a ship who is a, a, insistent upon being an adventurist and starting conflict with the machines, and it comes to a point where they're arguing, and she's like, "The Nibiru or N- Niobe Nibiru? That's the like evil planet or something that the crystal people believe in." But Niobe says, "It seems to me that you care." Or no, the the twenty year old says, "Like it's." You care more about strawberries than yes. you do about freeing minds. Thank you. Yes. So what's the problem there, though? Because I don't. I, I fundamentally disagree stupid. with you with what you're saying. Because freeing minds is nothing. That's ambiguous bullshit. That is idealistic liberal bullshit that means nothing. What it, the fuck are you even talking? I completely fundamentally because all disagree that, with because you. in the context of this movie, what we're talking about is a people that are trying to live and create human culture and not be killed. And and literally live within a context of real politic, and you have these. They're just, and yet you want China to come here and save us from our masters. No, I don't. I just don't want uh, wars to be started for no reason. That's not no reason though. So it's it's under the this 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 false reason of freeing minds. Then you don't like the first Matrix either. No, because there's no. There's no truce. The fo- the whole first matrix is about atri- achieving that treaty. The yeah, whole no, yeah, the first the, trilogy. The, yeah, it's about gaining peace. Maybe not ending the war, but it's about gaining. It's so it's about life continuing and that being enough. Okay, but you, but there are people still suffering over there. Like we've okay, we have our spot. Why wouldn't we still try to help other people free themselves from this e- from this evil, from this like. So, Slave, by starting a conflict slavery. that could end the entire human human civilization. No, I'm saying like you just go in there and sneak them out one that, at a okay, time, see, like they were doing exactly before. What That's what I mean by adventurism. It's but they said they were going to free all of them at the end of the third movie. They said they were going to free all of them, and they didn't fucking do. They that. said they were going to let okay. the ones go if they wanted to. If go. you're going to do, th- is that what they yes. said? Yeah, that is that is what they said. The 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 conflict they in this movie made the Matrix better. So they didn't want to leave. That they did purge. Okay, it. if they don't want to leave, they don't want to leave. Fine. Then you're, then you're then you're right. Then the, you're right. It's also the only people that they apparently purged that is presented in this movie are programs. They like presented as like I know programs are presented as conscious entities in this, but it really muddles it where it's like, oh, they redid the Matrix by the exact terms that were created by the the end of the third Matrix, where everyone who can leave can leave. That's not what they say in the third movie. Okay, actually, they say they're gonna let everyone go. No, we're missing. I, I just watched Revolution the other day. They said he says you're not gonna stop people if they want to leave, and they said we won't. We're missing. It's not we'll okay. free them all. Okay. The all biggest right. element though is that this what this movie's trying to do is it's doing a critique upon like current fucking like influencer tech culture because it's about how 
that is, is what's taken root in the matrix since then. And that, what was, God damn it. Okay. What? I, oh man. Influencer tech culture. I lost it. I lost it. Uh, um, fuck. God damn it. Hold on, let me get it back. Well, it is interesting that the shooting location went from, moved from Chicago to San Francisco. Yeah, that's funny. That's ironic. Didn't they get sued for something? There was some production woes. I don't remember what they were. You okay there, bud? I'm trying to think of my fucking point. God damn it. Because the movie is like serving as an allegory too. Like with its... What were we just talking about? Freeing minds. Okay. People wanting to stay. That's it, yes. The movie is serving as an allegory for our current society being like this specifically vicious uh, like tech thing that is a betrayal i.e the allegory being that there it's kind of saying there's like um that that's the what happened in the matrix is that this tech the program the neil patrick harris guy is like the capitalist neoliberal guy who realized or neoliberal is a bad word for it but the guy who realized that we can monetize conflict that people don't actually want to be happy it's basically a retread of the original idea from the matrix that if you create a utopia people will reject it right. and that they're most happy in this actually fucked up little but they made this almost even more literal or like more yeah because he's like the conflict creates more power for us like yeah. the inner conflict makes the people produce more energy for them yeah. to suck Which out. To me is pretty dumb because it seemingly seems like Lana honestly forgot that that's the premise of the first movie but just done better and, and less hackneyed. Less like they just described that to you but also like it breaks down the um, or, or just the, the idea that I don't understand this like freeing minds idea. It's it's empty. Like in the context of the movie, maybe if they made the movie better, it could make sense that they're freeing minds. But in the context of the movie, it's just this like uh, they're 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 paying homage or like not homage, but um, it's it's very it's just very liberal minded. Where it's it's like no, but the bad guys though, we have to go do stuff that destabilizes the current power structure that is actually like not. It's like, it's not, it doesn't, there's no fucking tactics to it. It's just in a vacuum moralism. It's just like stuff that plays on a movie screen. That's why it works in a movie. But it doesn't make any fucking sense of the context if you're trying to survive down in this city. You're like, actually don't go save two people and have everyone die wait, wait, wait. because of that maybe. I agree with what you're saying, but and it's, and we have to rewind here. Screech back. Uh, it's belief in that, like gambit that irrational gambit that created the peace in the first place in the first in the first trilogy niobe had to believe in neo for neo to do those things that created this peace so i mean that's the thing we go in waves this movie the movie is kind of and i thought this was kind of interesting sort of reckoning with the fact that like neo wakes up like he just assumed he was like dead or whatever uh he wakes up and is like, "Oh, it's been sixty years, so all that was for nothing." In a way, you feel like it's for nothing because when you're caught he up, he wakes that- up in the sense that, in the context of the movie, he's been living a false life, and then he realizes that the matrix, all of his matrix memories are real. Uh, is that what you're saying by wakes up? I mean, re- returns back. He does return back to Zion. Yeah, that's, again, you, and finds you're out saying, like there's because there's scenes where he first realizes. Yeah, that like you ha- he makes that transition from my 
my most previously experienced life is a false life and that actually all of these delusions are my real life. Yeah. Him, him then rediscovering, him being, being put back into reality and realizing all that, that messianic journey I went on that mm-hmm. I thought culminated in this hopefully eternal peace yep. has... It's like Jesus coming back, and it's like fuck. Yeah, whoa, why whoa, the whoa. fuck did I do? Why that? am I back? It just like it makes no sense. It's like it feels wrong that you would be back because it's like mm-hmm. I did my job, so I'm back again, and I see it's been sixty years, and shit still kind of sucks. And uh, was it was no, it even was it even worth it? Now, no, I know. No, that's the thing. It's like it's like was it worth it? And the answer is yes, it was worth it. Because like these people are eating strawberries now. That's huge worth it. I don't like understand how that would be. That's what I'm talking about. The, these for all these moments, these uh, for progress, whatever quote unquote to happen. There have you have to have these moments of like irrational messianic belief and sacrifice and willingness to do things that are that are like beyond you and then you do it and then it's like an orgasm you come back from it you come down and you look at the material again and you're like okay wow okay i didn't actually become a being of pure light and be, and like create utopia i did I do these things, things i move things forward but the movie completely underplays that progress it's almost just like sad like and it's like how much better would the movie have been if it was about Neo coming to terms with the fact that he doesn't he comes down there he's disillusioned by her he's like we don't need to start a war but then it be, starts to be he starts to realize all of the like systematic oppressive ways that the machines are still abusing the people I mean that would have like, been better because that would be actually true to life if you want to make a fucking movie about something how about the call the oppressed people and the big giant imperial like you need to represent that there's not even actual peace there. They represented it as actual peace. Like that's, I mean, the movie has no head. This is, this is the point. This is why it's pointless to try to fucking, we're putting so much more thought into it right now Yeah. than she did. This is Baby. It's, what? That was one of the robots' names. Those robots are awful. I was so upset. Fucking. What it, I mean, I think, like, that, I think that was on purpose too, like. Ma- kind of making fun of like Star Wars, I guess. I don't know because the funny thing is, it's like they she, think they're cute. She was like, "Oh, don't, I, don't make a Matrix Four with, I, or you're gonna make a Matrix Four. Well, I better be a part of it to make sure it doesn't suck." And she puts in a fucking post credit sequences making cat videos jokes, puts in fucking cute robots, uh, self referential bullshit. Just like she made it exactly how all the shit you would ostensibly be doing, making it yourself to protect it from being. Is exactly what she just did herself. And also then without anything that from a remake they would put in just to make it good, such as like one good fucking fight scene. Yeah. I don't yeah, I also don't, I don't understand how you get Chad Stahelski to come in and do the action and it sucks this much. But uh uh also the, here's a, this sums up this this visual image sums up to me the deterioration between the Matrix matrices and matrix resurrections jada pinkett smith in the matrix movies is so cool she's like so cool who's that niobe okay she's her whole look is she looks like a total badass yeah so you have this same character when she's first introduced the matrix resurrections with all that fucking like i don't know what the fuck was going on there that was it was like prosthetics and then it was digitally smoothed it was like Fucked. She was in like a local Michigan horror movie. It's gonna be in the Mitten movie project. Yeah, like. it was like freaking me out. Yeah, she looked terrible. She and, and she's doing. I hate it when actors are like do doing, old man voice. Do uh, and oh, I'm, I'm so fucking I'm old. So old. Oh, yeah, my voice is fucking fucked up from being old. 
I've just been smoking parliaments down here in Iowa for the last 60 years. I'm, yes, exactly. And to see this I, this icon of I don't cool, think she, I don't. I don't think she's a very good actress, frankly. With, oh, Even she looks cool in the. That's what I'm talking about. Just just talking about looking cool. Okay, okay. And I mean, we all have to. We all have to reckon with this. I'm I'm seeing a lot of. This is we. We all need to chill. There is one. Good actor in the Matrix movies. Neo. No. No. Fucking Morpheus. Actually, I'm fa- let me reel that back. Let me reel His that name back. Is Neo. There are two good actors in the Matrix movies. Yeah. Neo. Lawrence Fishburne, great actor, and. Hugo Weaving is Correct. fucking amazing Correct. as Mr. Smith. Fucking rock. Correct. He's I mean, that, so how much of the original good. movies are carried by his presence? No, he is. It's like when I was rewatching a those real the other presence day, on screen. I was like, like, I was like, why? This is all anyone should talk about about the Matrix movies is how fucking oh good my, he is. Yeah. In them. Compare him to like those stand-in for him in this, where it just looks like like a tech bro who's making a mad face. Uh, who's that actor? Jonathan Groff. He looked like nothing to me. I don't know. Maybe he's a good actor. I thought, I thought he was okay in this. I thought I he was know. better in this than he was in that fucking. Mindhunter. Mindhunter. Yeah. It's probably not his. Oh, it's a, from that fucking thing. Yeah. I mean, he's okay. he's being cast for his like bland, like right. tech bro look. Yeah. F- yeah. Faux uh, generated handsome. by a computer. As a yeah, computer generated handsomeness. Yeah. He's cast for that reason, and it's like okay, I get that, and he's doing fine within that parameters. But the thing is, like Hugo Weaving's Agent Smith is like transcending. It's like it's like fucking like. He should have Operatic. been. I get that as an actor, you maybe would shy away from this decision, but I feel like the right decision would have been, honestly, to be doing a Hugo Weaving impression, or at least he as was. that character. He was kind of. Oh, he when when he's it. doing the Agent Smith stuff, but when he wasn't being Agent Smith, you know what I mean? Okay, when yeah. he was being no, his when character, he was Agent Smith, I, it was, I didn't I see it. Was fine. I, didn't, I mean, I, I guess he, he just can't. Fine. He wasn't he, bad. I thought he did a fine job. I think you're overreacting. I guess he just can't make the faces. I'm just comparing it to the. Oh, he wasn't making the faces, but he does. He does the like Mr. Anderson thing. The faces well. are he key. Just sucked. You know the fa- It's like when I think of Mr. Smith, that is like a complete entity. Yeah, that is like that he's is got, an like, archetypical yeah, thing. Great. The, he, the, the, when I think of that character, I saw that was this guy. That's like nothing. Yeah, that's like like I don't know. It's like dust in between my fingers. It's just like a little. It's like a smudge on my glasses. I clean off. Nothing. Just the really bad, really fucking bad movie. Damn. God, the action sucks. <laughs> fucking really horrible. So bad. <laughs> the the, problem, the fundamental problem is that the action fucking sucked. Like, it sucked. And there wasn't enough of it. It could have been, like, honestly. It could have been dumb and fucking ideologically fucking confused and, like, that's, yeah, and cheesy. Fine. But if there were, like, a bunch of fucking rad action scenes, I'd be like, well, oh, well, you know, like. Uh, three stars. Yeah. Fuck yeah, it's not like the first ones are like this brilliant treatise on like reality. They're just bring up interesting ideas about reality and frame them in a really good action movie context. Yes, and like they didn't, they forgot the action movie part. Like in this one, you made the fucking highway chase. Did she though, d- or did Lily? Well. Let's also bring in the. You have to consider that this is twenty fucking years ago too. We also have to consider that they had a. Uh, they brought there was a Hong Kong action choreographer who was the action choreographer of the Matrix. They had movies. Yen Wo Ping. Yeah, they had like a legit dude, like a legend. Why is he a dead? Why didn't they get him arts. again? He's probably he's probably dead. dead. I don't or know. if he's not dead, he's like a hundred years old. Yeah. They should have. Why didn't they get his close most I mean, trusted? Th- this is the problem with all American man. action. Is I don't know why we just keep letting Americans choreograph it. We're not Fucking. that good at it. Um networking but uh, fucking film school yeah but if there had been like a highway sequence level f- uh fucking se- 
forget even the highway singers because I I wouldn't expect them to counter that again. That's an all timer. Like even that makes like me as sad something thinking like about how good that was. They, even like the like, fight in the Merovingians mansion. Sure. Like even rock. if there was one that that good. Yeah. Which is a great fight, but like okay, that I you I could see you hitting that high again. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. Well, and I also like was like okay, he's got cool new powers now. Let's see more of that. And it was like. No, not his only not new really power is that, that he can block. He can just push. He can do force fields. Yeah, and it looks That's, and it looked stupid. Yeah, but it could be cool. It could be if they yeah if they made the movie good exactly they should I do agree they should have. So what the fuck was up with the Merovingian? And then they put cameo? it on a fucking put, and put it on a goddamn f- fucking motorcycle again, which is gonna make us compare it to the fucking. They kept highways, doing that the highway sequence, like you said with this dojo scene, like, dude, where they what were like, the "Fuck, man." Don't remind me of a better scene and then not do anything with it. Like, God damn. Also, the end sequence where they're in the Matrix where it's like, okay, this is like a modern day Matrix where there are ostensibly, like, I keep saying ostensibly, uh, drones and stuff. Like, a, you could just have a drone with a gun that flies up and shoots them in the head or whatever. And it's like, it doesn't make any sense. I was just like nitpicking on like a little boy basis. Like, it doesn't make sense. These guys aren't wheel. Like, they would have been killed. Uh, but like, I don't. It just. It, it was such a breakdown of the logic of like what this is supposed to be. The Matrix. This is supposed to be the entire world and a computer. And it's just like this very, very tiny feeling. The final set piece. Oh yeah, yeah. It could have been epic. Like the final. How about in the Matrix? It could have been epic. Where bacon. it's like New York has been completely every every person is now Agent Smith, and it fucking rocks. And they fight in the rain. And I thought it was. Fly around. I did think it was kind of cool when people started jumping out of buildings trying to. Oh, that was the moment that I was. That was the coolest moment just in the movie. Splatting. I was like, this movie does have guts. He's like, people just uh, start becoming like, oh, suicide bombs. They're t- turning the people into bombs. That's fucked. I do appreciate like, classic so, Matrix that's fashion. That's so fucked up. They didn't shy away from just indiscriminate murdering. Of- oh no. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you gonna do? You know. Well, I, they could have tried to do something about it, given everything else in this fucking movie. Like, no. oh, the Matrix are actually good guys now. They really try hard to... Oh, right. They well, really don't... Yeah, but no you more can't... civilian casualties. Yeah, but you're always going to have that, like, people turning into this agents thing, and, like, you're just going to have to kill people. It's... Mm-hmm. Sorry. They, they there's so... The, uh, that was one... That was the thing individual that, kamikaze bodies, That was pretty funny. And also, that was the thing where I was like, damn, yeah, we're really fucking 20 years after 9-11, huh? That was something that struck me about the... Uh, Rewatching the original trilogy before this was just like, wow, they like murk fucking innocent people like yeah. constantly. It's crazy. Yeah. Like on the highway sequence in particular, like people are just dying like mad. Yeah. Well, even you can make an argument that all the security guards that he kills are like technically innocent people. They don't know what the fuck is going on. Right. Of like course. when he goes in the building and, you know, they, they try to scan his metal detector and he like opens his, yeah, yeah. his guns. And yeah, of course. And he's the coolest guy ever. And I, I mean, those exactly people are basically like him when cops, I, was 12. So I don't fucking care. But collateral when damage, I was 12, man. all I wanted to do was palm strike someone in the chest and then kill 12 people <laughs> with <laughs> automatic rifles. God, the fucking cl- the running on the walls stuff was like, like para- it was like parody of the originals. <laughs> that was that was what made me keep thinking that the movie the I the, think the, the, the I, degree to which it kept becoming I on think the it's nose like t- tongue in cheek, man. I, I think she I think thinking, she thinks she made a parody of the Matrix. I movies. kept thinking it was going to do a thing where it was like curled in on itself. 
and and because it was so on the nose with stuff like the cat's name was deja vu and the, right. had a bowl simulate that said, yeah simulate people were I, like dude i was reading Pre- peter bradshaw's argument uh article about it because he wrote a negative review which is like not the norm I can't believe that. I thought this movie would be panned. It's like there it's mixed, but like it's mostly positive. And he had a negative review and like the in the first paragraph he said like aside from a really funny coffee shop pun. Simulator. And I was like, "What? Oh funny. <laughs> Hysterical." The scene where the Neil Patrick Harris guy who apparently spoilers he the, the whole fucking thing is that he like this isn't even Neo or Trinity. He like resurrected them. So they don't even, the movie isn't even interested in it remotely in analyzing what's fucked up about that. It's just, it takes for granted that like, no, this is Neo. Don't worry about it. Don't think of it too hard. This movie's not smart. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> no, we're not trying to be smart. Just it's Neo. Um, but there's a, s- a sequence where he. Can, why wouldn't you just pretend they're not dead? I know. Why come up why with even that fucking do that? detail? Why do, they didn't kill him. They just put him back in the matrix. What the fuck are you doing? Cause like we didn't like we don't know for sure that they're dead. Like she like yeah. you know at it, the it end wasn't of, on screen that they died. Uh, Only Neil was just pulled away limp. That's all we saw. Right. They and she and like obviously right she in. you think she she's dead, but she's she doesn't have to be. It's not like we saw a heart no. monitor. They're it's machines. not like we saw a flat, a flat line. You know, if they wanted to restart the Matrix with like they could have made some excuse that like they wanted to run it the original way because it worked, but have this program, but have that revolution fail or something where like Neo gets killed or some some element gets killed, but they wanted to have it in there to have it run the same way but the main point that i'm leading to is that they do a scene where this uh neil patrick harris program turns the bullet time against neo because they like we learned from you and your way you hacked the, the program using it against us and now we're using it against you we slow down everything like you're slow and i'm moving and i thought in that scene that it was the fuck you scene. I thought the movie was going to go dark. I got really excited and I thought it was going to be like everything you saw before now was stupid on purpose. It was to get you thinking that you lived in this little safe, fun world and it's like brutal. We're about to watch a bullet go through Trinity's head in slow motion. Oh, you thought he was going to kill her. I thought Trinity was going to die right there. I I was hoping because that would have been better. That would have made the movie start to be good for the first time if he had to fucking just watch in slow motion. Yeah, but then there's no... There's nothing... There's no... Yeah, there is. Then there'd be no reason for anything else to happen. Well, no, then the movie would the movie at that point would have had to actually be about reality. Would have to actually be about these because it's a cop out. This idea that oh, it's about love. It's about Trinity and Neo's love. That's what the fucking first movie is about. That's what you did it already. They where they where he saves her, where you know, he with love. Her heart. And yeah, you did that. And also it almost parodied in this movie itself weirdly that they bring up the he the neil patrick harris guy brings up the fact that he keeps rebooting the scenario and every single time that like neo and trinity come anywhere near each other they like fuck everything up and do revolutionary shit because they like love each other so much it transcends it yeah but that like mocks the fucking idea like it's it's this really fucking banal idea of love just like completely empty that it's like oh it's just a program in you well, it's a program where if you get near someone, like they'll do a love thing. I don't like. I don't agree with you there. I think it's kind of cool. I think that's a cool idea. I, in the context of the movie, it's not cool because this is just a guy who is like, like their love doesn't. Or I guess I'm trying. It, it doesn't. 
I mean, I don't agree with your characterization of love being a like a program that's like I th- I think. Oh no, that's, just what, as that's a, what it's presented as. How so? Because because the movie very much like believes. I guess I'm just saying that. Like, well, I think you're doing the cynical take of it because they're it, it, it's, the, the it's, movie. They are humans who are generating these emotions for a movie that wants to disentangle reality and be like, uh, like what's real? It's like oh, the only thing that's real is soulmates. That seems really fucking. No, and trite. as I and as I told you the other day, Dustin, soulmates aren't real. You know what is, is real? You know what is real? You know what I will Israel? one day find. For sure, hundred percent. One day I will. This will happen to me. Yeah. Will I find true love? Who knows? Will I for sure one day get the Omicron variant of COVID? Yes. And that's the day beautiful. I look forward to. And that's it's like it's beautiful. I have that coming to me. I can bank on that. I thought I was going to get it today. I got a negative test, unfortunately. So, but I'm still going to keep trying. <laughs> Fucking well, we still could have caught it last night and not know yet. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just presumably, hopefully, never gonna know because I actually have my booster shot. I realize it's not 100 percent effective or whatever, but I'm sure it's effective. Trinity does not love her kids. This movie is like the only thing that matters is your love to your romantic partner. You, your children, you can abandon them. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're. You should if you fall in love with a guy who robs banks and has is fucking makes you excited. You should abandon your children and get with him. Yeah, I didn't consider that point, Dustin. That's a good point, and it is something. It's a, I I often find when a, when a story falls back on the it's all about love thing, that just it's I mean it's not even like I I see that and I'm like I'm like okay you're, maybe you're, maybe you're not even wrong maybe you're not wrong I would give it a pass if they hadn't literally done the exact but same just, arc in the first Matrix. It's just corny. And also the entire Matrix trilogy. The entire Matrix trilogy is about Neo, and that's the heart, the emotional center. You know, you have to have that. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to having an emotional center sure. to your film. They're smart that they do. That's what makes them good. They, you know, they, all these Marvel movies and shit don't have emotional cores. So, but they fucking they didn't do it in a sincere way in this movie. It seemed like they were like, oh fuck, this movie means nothing, has nothing. Uh, what's the only thing that matters again? Let's throw that again. Let's the, the love, emotional core. This the this, it reminded me of when I watched the last episode of Lost, and uh, right before they showed it, they had a a like preview documentary where all the actors on Lost reassured me they kept talking over and over about how you know what it was about mysteries and stuff and like crazy stuff but really at the heart it was always about the characters it was always about like the relationships and stuff and it just is a fucking the last it's just bullshit like they all go to like a magic heaven because they didn't want to write it good they didn't want to actually think hard they were just like no it's just like they they just fell on that they were just like uh Oh, fuck this movie doesn't make sense but neo and trinity they love each other that's good right yeah I mean, for me it's just asking more of a buy-in on their relationship than i have like i i love the matrix movies they're fucking in love with each other out of circumstance too yeah, How about and, that? yeah but i yeah i i think i know where you're headed with this and it's like their their chemistry isn't that good it's like oh the love of your life is the one woman who was hot in the in the like that you fucking, met at the right time, uh, yeah, warship that you were uh, just pulled out of the matrix yeah. into. There's this no the specificity only woman. to their romance. It's like there's like it's, it's, it's not to downplay the idea that that would be true, like actual love that he feels. But Lana in this movie posits that it's a love that transcends reality. That it is like 
part of the structure well, of reality. I mean, you can. I'm not opposed to the idea that like you could have a connection that's so deep to somebody that it expresses itself metaphorically in this weird computer world as like fucking shit up. Like I, I yeah, no, that's fine. I like that. They already did that in a better way. Okay. Well, like I mean, like you said, yeah, like you have to contend with the fact that like this was going to, like this. It was going to happen. I guess I'm speaking about it transcends reality in the sense where in the previous movies, their love was able to augment reality. They were able to use their love, which I think is a better representation of the power of love, to move the world around them and make things happen like to, to in the present as far as saving each other's life, you know, being powerful in a moment you need to or brave or whatever the fuck. But like in this movie, it just posits the idea that there's like actually with the idea that they constantly rerun the matrix scenario, this scenario, and they like always as if they're programmed entities, not human beings that could fall in love with anyone, really. You know, not anyone, but you know, human beings like it's No, but if they have if they the point is that it, they couldn't that it, it says that their love is like transcendent and powerful, that it like destroys the code. That it's like this thing that exists outside of just two human beings meeting each other in a scenario and falling in love. I don't think the movie did it well, but I don't hate the idea of like they got reinserted into the Matrix, but there's a part of them that won't forget. Like that's that's good to me. That makes sense. Yeah, I like. I mean, like I, that they were drawn. To, like, like the whole that, point is that they're just drawn. Also, I they're, not, that you couldn't you couldn't erase it. They're, I do think it's a little. That's a little bit of a shallow philosophical thing too on one level though because your experiences are what make you. That seems to posit the idea that their previous experiences were more real than their other ones, which is like if Trinity lived these things with her children and her husband, yeah, but is, maybe it was always uncanny to her. Like it's uncanny to him. Yeah, well, they should have done that more. They should have shown that more. I mean, really. they showed him finding they, it, the whole thing totally uncanny. They show him, yeah, he's Chad, but no, I guess she shouldn't have Chad. You mean he means Neo? I'm talking about Neo, dude. Like the first hour of the movie is just showing him being like, I don't know, man. This is fucking not real. Like this does not seem real to me. Like it just won't right. take. Like it just won't take because of all the experiences he had before. That white and, rabbit montage was the best part of the movie. And I assume yeah. that like, and I assume that like, she we don't know, and that's like, is it gonna work or not? Right. Uh. We don't know if she had the same experience or if she's just like totally in it and fine. But it seems like she obviously says like, uh, like it was like she dreams about the shit all the time, whatever. Like, mm. so it's the whole point is like they couldn't, it couldn't work. Like you couldn't re-inject them because they are, because the other stuff was too powerful. Was like. Right. You're coming at this from different angles though. Yeah. I think Dustin's problem is more that the, the the their love their specific love story feels so it feels so predetermined in a way that they're saying it's a priori element of the fucking universe yeah their love yeah. specifically those two meeting like meeting mm -hmm. each other you know in in a way that felt completely arbitrary and there's no specificity to their relationship or romance so it didn't really feel like they like you know found each other it's just oh these two have to yeah, meet no they didn't find it was just they just have to meet in the movie itself, it's like a contradiction within the fucking logic of this fourth movie because they try to play down the idea that he was just the one, that it was like some 
that it was some magical thing because they try to say anyone could have been the one or whatever. It was just yeah. you in this moment where it's like, okay, so if it's not some fucking magical God-given process, then why is it this thing that augments the Matrix that it's like you guys can't be near each other? What they really should have shown is someone else being able to do that. Another couple being able to do that. If they that showed would, another couple doing that, yes. would have been more interesting. Okay. Good. good. That would have been... That would have been significantly that, more interesting. Because it's like... that. Yes. There's a million... That's the fucking frustrating thing about the movie is because there are so many directions that, that are presented to people who want to think harder about it than she ever did that it could have gone in. That is a that is a good example of it. Yeah. Like, just to explore the idea that this is not... That actually, this is not specific to Neo. I guess it's like you're supposed to intuit that like by... It's a movie. It's about love in general. But when it's the fourth movie in and it's really zeroing in specifically on this couple and it's like there's programs that they're trying to create to contain this couple and they keep breaking out of it with their love it seems to be saying that they're the most important couple yeah because the they have a big gotcha moment or not a gotcha moment but like it's supposed to be, supposed to be like a twist like an exciting like like a, oh look when it, when trinity's the one who is now has the powers of the one but it doesn't really change anything I, it's yeah. just it's still just you two yeah it's exactly yeah oh my god and you know what i don't know how i feel you know a woman being the one, having all these pow. <laughs> yeah, what happens when she's on her period? Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know? Did they think of that? Yeah. Newt Gingrich is our guest. Is she going to fucking... I mean, I don't know about you, I just but... think, oh, yeah, okay, there's no power There's no power dynamic in this relationship yeah. anymore. She's just going to be making Trinity has a, to irrational him. decisions all the time. <laughs> we can't have the one be- making irrational decisions. But actually, though, like we, we both said the at the very end, the scene where they both jump off the building and uh, oh, I fly. just wish they would have died. That would have been that would have that made would have been so good. That would have like made even that would have made the whole thing great. worth it. It still would have had a lot of problems, but it would have at least like tied it in a in a bow that I would have felt like sense. it made a choice. Yeah. It made that a been fucking the choice. Shit. That would have been the shit though. Which hey this choice is an illusion. Like, well you made this oh you have oh damn I better be a part of the new Matrix movie to make sure they don't make a bunch of chicken shit corporate decisions. Dude, that's all you well, did. That's the thing, though. I well, mean, no, they didn't. She didn't make corporate Okay, you're right. Decisions. It's actually not corporate it's too decisions. Fu- it's, too it's, messy. Yeah, right. it's too messy. It's the opposite of corporate decisions. It's too messy and fucked up to too messy, yeah. That's what you, said. It's, you know, the, the Morpheus' line that choice is an illusion? That's the thing. Lana made the movie thinking she had an agency to make it better. There was no way to make it better. It was never going to and be good. And she would have been better off if she accepted her own movie's ideology and known that she couldn't make it better and leaned into making it bad. Yes. Well, I know that The Matrix is all about rejecting false binaries, but there, the, the, a new Matrix movie had... There, is a two, there are two binaries that you could have chosen to make one or the other. You could have chosen to make a stupid movie that had good action... And you, yeah. you, you just re- you just repeated yourself, but you at least had good action. And that's probably what they would have made without her. Yes. Or you could have found a legitimate reason to make another Matrix movie. It would have been like, you had oh, to want to do this. That's what's and so that frustrating. Was, and it was neither. It, this we movie got neither. starts to feel, though, it keeps presenting... Like a premise that would be that. No, it's like that Lost. Would be it's, an Lost is a reason good, for it to exist in 2021. Loss is a good comp because it's all about like we're we're gonna scramble your brain enough to make you think something's happening yeah. for long enough. We're gonna spin enough plates, and then really at the end of the day, nothing happens. We're just gonna tell you it's about Trinity and Neo holding hands. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the Matrix. Let's smoke a cigarette. And the new characters yeah. sucked, by Perfect. the way. Yeah. I. Jessica Henwick. Sorry, well, there were two fucking, cool. too fucking many of them. They did too. soy banter too right at the beginning. Oh my god, why are there so many of them? Yeah, too way many too fucking many. characters. Do I mean? And it's not like we even 
like obviously like apoc and fucking switch are just like kind of disposable items in the first one but like why do we need fucking 10 <laughs> 10 fucking 12 15 new characters it's 15 crazy. new how, cw how about actors? the guy who receives information on his screen about how the people might die says like it's not looking good this bad information like i'm instead of oh jesus this is all the freaking bad <laughs> yes it's very sad it's very sad things aren't good things aren't good but hey it's the okay. cat tricks so it's, it's you guys smoked a cigarette so lana was smoked like a damn cigarette. she was like oh but <laughs> that internet though everyone's watching cat videos on there that is she was, such a 2006 like has she been online since like what the know, fuck yes 100 percent then she's just stupid, I guess? No, no, no. No, no. Dorky. It is also surprisingly funny. It is a very... It's easily the funniest Matrix movie. And was that was that deliberate going in? Were you? I feel like you had a lot of fun with this. Uh, yeah. I guess I did. Nick actually just made a point in my favor to read the book. What? Now. Oh, because you don't want to get laid. Because I don't ever want to get laid again, so I should finish the I'm, book. And I'm getting laid, so I can love this book now again and not be afraid of it. There you go. I can now admit... I'm not a fucking coward. You can Nick. have your cake and eat it too. Dustin's doing Infinite it right Jest now. is good. Rick and Morty is funny. It's a good show. Dustin has a partner. I'm not and, afraid anymore. And holds fortune and he holds like, you know, annoying guy on Twitter opinions. He does it. He's able to do both. Hell yeah, man. That's beautiful. How did she do it? God, I don't know. You threaded the needle. It's because I think I did good shit in my past one. Ah, uh, so, so you're just saying it's all because of your good works. Well, there's two, there's two reads of it. Because you're a good person. No, I mean, I was given Utopia in the sense that I have, uh, I have love, I have material comforts, I have free time now, um, but I, my brain was, is destroyed, you know? I, like, I can't do what I want. What do you I want to do? Make, make puzzles? music. Fucking like be on top of everything. But I don't, I like have a, you know, I have a fucking brain problem. Like I, everyone does, but some people do a better job with it as far as like doing what you actually want to do. Cause it's not as immediately as rewarding as like, I'm trying to get in the process of fucking setting up my mixer, moving my microphones around, recording stuff alone at home and I'm doing it. But it's like, well, wait, what it's you- so annoying how it's like, a, I have to, my brain is so dumb that it's like you want to go check something. You want to have more satisfying. You what moving around these microphones? You want to be done with that? That's not what you like to do. It's like no, this is this is the only thing I like to do. But I'm confusing myself by thinking I need the quick fix. And I if I, even if I record some fucking bullshit idea for a song and it sucks, I'm happier than if I like, you know. Too true. Looked you, online. You just expressed a very real thing. It I sucks. It. I understood it. I'm trying. I floated your idea about professional conversationalists. Ideas. Oh, yeah. To who? To Jack, and he loved it. He Who's thought it was a great idea. Oh, your friend. Yeah. He thought it was a great idea. I think I, it's a brilliant this? idea. It used to like, be a no, job. Like no more therapy. Like 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 that was ad- a job. Let's admit well, that therapy like is just having for, a professional. That's how tons of people lived conversation. Oh right, they would just live off of the act. The like the yeah. The, there would just be some rich old lady who wanted to tour Europe, 
and you'd just be you'd be like the ch- most charming boy in town and then it's like okay yeah you come live with me basically like and i'll pay for everything i'll pay for everything yeah just for have company because i'm so annoying that i have to pay people to hang out with me based at least based on like jane austen if novels you could get like an app set up there are a ton of people who did that where we could just like have that's the point of being rich i mean you you're done? describing like why you get rich is because yeah you're annoying and you suck and now people have to hang out with you <laughs> it's like you didn't do anything to increase your value as a human being just as a market entity yeah it's funny because i watched um this is this is kind of an abstract thought i have watching the movie i watched the silent partner today oh yeah which i know you recommended to me yeah i like that movie uh, and i was watching the movie and I'll just a, a quick like log line of the movie. It's, it's like a a bank gets ro- robbed by a, a robber, Stalin, uh, and the the bank teller uh, finds a loophole and manages to get the money instead of the bank robber and blame the bank robber. And it's like a cat and mouse game between them. Anyway, so Elliot Gould is the bank teller, and he gets all of this money from a bank robber and. Before it's all about his like crisis of masculinity because he's like kind of a loser who doesn't have a girlfriend and like is obsessed with fish. Oh uh, no! I mean, God, he, that's I just had to stop that. Not fish, the band fish. No, oh, no, literal, f- literal fish. Oh, okay. I don't think fish, the band exists. No, that makes when this movie yeah, came yeah. out. Now that you mentioned that, that yeah. makes a lot. And he's got of, a crush okay, on one of his coworkers. Who's like who's fucking the boss? He's obsessed with fish, the animal. Fish, the animal. Like he owns them in aquariums. Yes, he does. He collects okay. them. It's his hobby. He's got this crush on his older on his coworker who's banging the boss, and she like likes him but doesn't like him enough to you know fuck him. Uh, and then he gets this money, and he sort of suddenly starts to become very confident. Um, and then all the best fish. And then she, he has. of course. Recognize, picks up on it. Picks up on his newfound confidence, and she's interested in him. And then there's this error that happens because uh, he gets a phone call that fucks him. You know that knocks. He loses his mojo because he gets a threatening phone call as he's about to, you know, land the plane. And she confuses it for mis- mixed signals and leaves him. And of course, then you know, shit happens with the robber. And it, it just made me think. People, you know, people like to say that this is a long winded way for me to say that. Confidence is the thing that is always being responded to, I think, when people view being wealthy as attractive. Yeah. Being rich it's just, just that, gives it's just you that You have a, such a personality effect that you had to become hyper wealthy to be confident. Yes. So you could have just been uh, poor still. And had confidence. But, but you decided that you had to fucking like, yeah, create hell on earth for a bunch of exploited workers. Yes. And now... Now you have it. Now and it's you're, sad. Now your dick's the right size. Because you have all also, the tools I mean, right in front must, of you to I be mean, confident. I mean, dicks must be a little... They, I mean, there's something going on there. Because if you're willing to, to be that evil to get this thing that other people get without having to be evil... It is actually a crime to humanity that we can't see like an actual just like data chart of the richest people throughout history's dick sizes. Because that that is relevant and it's being hidden from us. As far as trying to create a Marxist analysis of historical materialism... What about rich people that don't have dicks? Oh, women with tiny vaginas? Well, it's harder to... Ma- <laughs> I think it would be big vaginas. <laughs> My vaginas. Wait, which of so- the oligarchs do you think has the biggest dick? That's and- what you want as a woman, is you want a giant vagina. And who has the smallest dick? Who do you think? 
who has the biggest dick of the oligarchs? Yes. Um, of the, of the, I'm talking about the name brand top tier. I really AAA don't oligarchs. think many of them could. Let me try to think. I'm not. They don't have to have a big one. I'm just saying. The Honestly, biggest. Jeff Bezos might be all right because he's not like. Uh, I don't know. He seems like weirdly in his own world with Bezos him. might have had a bigger one before, but he's that man is definitely roided the fuck out and his dick is. He reduced smaller. it. He might have. I think Warren Buffett might have a big dick. That you know that makes more sense to me. It's the one you wouldn't expect. He's mm. got BDE to Plus me. Plus, he's a good old boy. <clears throat> I think there's a there's a very strong chance that Zuck Zuck might be working with like nothing. Oh, well, I mean, I think Zuck's probably likely. got the smallest. Most, yeah. I mean, they probably to have that type of drive. He is the definition of little dick. Apart energy. from like. You know, just like where you like wake up and you're Being like, I have to do something about this. Extremely ableist right now. Yeah, I guess so. I think if you're a tiny dicked man, you're basically like a potential school shooter. You're a gremlin. You should be on a watch list. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I mean, some things about like, okay, <laughs> a lot, there's something that... Apologies to any of our listeners that are not. Yeah, but just no, no. I think literally you guys are the our b- most so brave and strong for having t- such tiny dicks and never murdering anyone or even I, thinking about it because of your dick. It's probably you're just like, that's fine. Some you're probably not like I in have life to, are unfair. Have you ever and been it's on that sad, but it's true. Subreddit. It's so no, it's awful. I've only gone to the big dick subreddit. It's so okay. No, I don't. Not because of me. Okay, well. All right. I'm not trying to. That was not. God, that sounded like I was trying to do like a horrible brag. This is my husband Chad. I was just because it's because there is like it's like annoying that all the 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 big dick people. It's funny how they're all be like it's too it's too huge. I believe that it's fucking rubbing on my zipper. And you oh, know you, what? I get it. Dust is rec- recounting his support club that he has. On <laughs> well, tell me about the tiny. one. I mean, one. it's just really depressing. It's very sad. They're just like. Why is it tiny? They're fucked up. They're very fucked They're up. Like there's po- like top upvoted post. Can I ever be a human being? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Am I actually born? Am I small bean? <laughs> and there's like tears. No, that like, would be the, confidence like the, if like, they could talk like that. Like the people who have like dicks that are like below average that are on there like aren't respected. Oh god! So it's like what the average <gasps> is like the top. We got a cat in a box over here. We got a cat in a box. Oh yeah, yeah. Nookie's in the box. Yeah, she looks like she's going on a trip. Oh my god. She's. It looks like she thinks it's a spaceship that's gonna take off. <laughs> we got a cat in a box, folks. Cat in a box. You've seen those videos of like don't how worry, like, no more dick talk, like lions and fucking tigers and shit do it too. If you just get a big ass box and put it in a zoo, like in the lion cage, the lions will climb in the box. I have to say, I completely understand rules. because. If there were just a big box in my living room that I could fit in, I would go in it. We got to We got to Yeah, do it. oh god, yeah, the refrigerator box. I did that for the first 10 years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> they my, my parents put a refrigerator box in the basement and they were like this is your toy and I made it into a spaceship. It was fucking fun. Yeah. I like what are rooms but just boxes. We love boxes. We I had a mattress on the floor in the corner where we would play Digimon in air quotes, like yeah. beat the shit out of each other, and then we would go, uh, you know, fly to the moon, sit in the refrigerator box. Yeah, there's something nice about just being in a like tight space, but not like too tight where I can't, you know. Oh no, no, no. Like, you don't want you don't want a it's fucking cozy. washing machine box and oven box. No, 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 refrigerator. We want a full body box that I can go into and fit in comfortably. Mm-hmm. We got a delivery at the theater once. 
that was something that came in a very large box, and I just hid in it, and yeah. it would skip, pop out and scare people. It was great. It's great. He just hid in it, and people couldn't know where Nick was that day. They're just like, damn, the manager's not here. I don't know where he went. I'm, I'm surprised it ended with you scaring someone and not just you just didn't like go metal, the box It's like Metal day. Gear Solid. I'm like sneaking around the theater with the box on me. That was one of the funny things at the theater. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, they started listening to this uh, after episode 30. We all used to work at a movie theater together. <laughs> Uh, but there was we had an Anthony Weiner full size standee from the Anthony Weiner documentary that uh, employees would just place in hallways and to random scare spots people. that would when you saw it you'd become <laughs> very I just, frightened. I, go ahead. You know, no, that's all. Just you know, it's very it's very like it's an emasculating, humbling experience to become like frightened to the core of your being and then realize it's just Anthony Weiner standing there. I just had a very sad moment. Remember, I honestly. I feel like I killed someone. Like the, remembering this made me feel like I I snuffed out a life because I remember destroying the Anthony Weiner and putting it in the 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 dumpster when we, were, when we closed when we the were theater cleaning it out. Oh yeah. fuck! Because I was like, no, I, was like, I would have had I would have taken in that. my head. I was like, someone must have taken that right, and I was like, no, I fucking destroyed it. I had to. Oh. We were at such a time crunch. Oh, I would have taken that. James Franco. Damn, this is like when my dad sold the like 68 Gibson lap steel at a fucking yard sale when my grandfather died, not thinking that one of his guitar playing sons might be interested yeah. in it. It's just like you want to know that some things are still around, you know, whether or not it's it's like, it's, you know, if I could still like walk into a room. And, and 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 piss myself because Anthony was standing there. Yeah. Then I would be like coming home. It's why I. It's why I get sad when Joan Didion dies. It's like, oh, she's still there. Maybe we should have saved you, Brizzy Bear. That would have been good, but it's not as good as Joan or as Anthony. Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger, vote for Danger. Carlos Danger. That was his code name. And Brixby Bear. No, that was Anthony Weiner's code name for sex when he was sexting teenage girls. Fuck. Oh my <laughs> he god. He called himself Carlos Danger. Okay, I mean, how did that man not become the president, really? <laughs> Honestly, he peaked too early. Yeah, ahead he of his time. He fucking peaked too early. Well, that's Carlos also, Danger? Well, he the he real the reason wrong party is, too. Yeah. Yeah. But also he was like doing legit like, you know, investigating, like trying to make the rules harder for Wall Street and they fucking Yeah. They went, you really and then they went digging. Like, if you're going to do that shit, you better not have any yeah. fucking skeletons in your closet. You have to cut your dick off. Yeah. If you're going to do that. He was he, just too horny. He really was. Because that, 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 that is, he's like a, I remember in, uh, what was it? That's why Bernie failed. Is Red Dead he was too Redemption. Horny. He kept wanting to fuck his wife. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'd love to challenge the power of Wall Street, but I'd love to go home and fuck my wife. In one of my three houses. In one of my three mansions. Yeah. Surrounded by my children. Yeah. The children just cheer them on. Mm-hmm. Oh, but there's like there's like a storytelling trope where like sometimes like the like it'll be like a, a leftist character or like a potentially revolutionary character is like at, at the the story ends with them finding out that they were a degenerate all along and that their ideas were good but their their personal failings you know, soil the whole thing. Uh and Wiener's story is like one of those. It's not like you, sh- you you shouldn't believe that that someone is bad, but uh, 
You just gave me a blink that really fucked me. <laughs> no, that was just me being high. Damn. I like blinked and Kevin and he died. <sighs> Kevin was like, Dustin thinks I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, damn, the knee, the knee, it's like I just got bullet time. I just got bullet times. <laughs> yeah, now you're slow and I'm fast. Remember idiot. that awful scene in The Matrix Resur- Resurrections when that fuck, I was like, how, I thought he was a joke character at first and he was going to be in like one scene, but then he kept coming oh, back. Oh, the Morpheus character? No, not Morpheus. Oh. Fucking Neo's co-worker? Yeah, the guy whose voice sounds exactly like that one asshole that's, like, canceled for doing a bunch of cocaine and stuff. I know I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember who it is. He was on, like, Silicon Valley. T.J. Miller. He sound, that guy sounded exactly yeah. like T.J. Miller. He did. He sounded a lot like... He had, so he had this... He has this, like, really annoying, like... Voice. Breathy like, voice. Uh, and he's just like... Hey, dude! Yeah. Hey, dude! What are you doing? And every line he spoke was like, no real, like, like it's just, oh, people don't talk like No that. one talks. This is like worse than Marvel soy bands. Yeah. This is, this is, uh, all, all I could just say is cringe. Just cringe. It's like Funko Pop Collector talk. That's why it was worse. So much, so much of it was just on fucking watchable. Yeah. I was just sitting there like, Oh my god, this is so fucking tedious the whole time. What the fuck? People be like trying to laugh at the parts that were like the Marvel type style cues. To our, laugh. our audience was eating that shit up. Man. I I did feel I felt like they were kind of were like, they? No, I they were felt like, like they weren't. I felt oh, like they were so? wanting. They were like wanting. To. I feel like there was like one group directly behind us who were into it. Okay. And then, because I remember the people, there was a woman behind me who laughed when you were supposed to laugh, like right. when you wanted to laugh. Right. But otherwise, I would actually recommend anyone who at home who has not watched The Matrix yet, don't, I would, it's very rare I would ever say don't watch this in a theater. Because I always think you should watch everything it's, in a theater. It's like, met, the theater brought nothing no, no, to it. No, it's no. crazy. Don't watch this in a theater because if you watch this in a theater with other people, there will be such a palpable cloud of disappointment that's yes that yeah. it will make is you, that what you felt that it will yeah. make you sad i was like because there were like 15 year old boys in the audience like a, like because i remember i was in the the concessions line i was listening to these dudes talk about being excited for the matrix i was like there is no way that these dudes do not think this movie fucking there, sucks. there was like a guy lingering behind us as we were venting about the movie that i felt like was like wanted to like weigh in Wanted to talk to it. There was a guy behind us who waited till the very end, and, and we were just shit, ta- shit talking. Yeah. yeah, we were, in, and I felt like he, like, I don't know, I, maybe, maybe he just wanted to see the post credit sequence too. But it, I felt like he was like hearing us vent about it and just being like, "Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah." The, to I me, agree there, with that. there was a palpable cloud of. There was one dude who got wasted. Yeah, what? Did you I see didn't know that guy? That? No. Yeah, he went and got more beers. Like he just kept Smart going out man. to get another beer. Like he went out, th- like he brought one in, and I feel like he went three times to get more beer. He probably thought it was awesome. And when we were leaving, he was like kind of stumbling around <laughs> a little bit. Uh, that just reminds me of something. I don't want to trigger you with. I don't want to trigger your FOMO. But when when we played trivia the other day, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, and we won, by the way. And we won without Nick. Healthy lead. We actually had a perfect round th- game through like the first. Four and rounds. almost got in a fight with a random lady. That's what I'm gonna bring up. There was a table of of the table next to us. I don't know who they were, but it was like a you know black crowd uh and there was a woman there who apparently was just sitting getting there getting fucking 
wasted because she went to the bathroom and she came back and she's gotten Dustin's face god level wasted like so drunk and just like went right into Dustin's face it was like I know you want to talk trash about me I know you want to talk trash about what? me what and, and I know and, and, and it's okay it's okay do it do were you it. like sh- giving no, her no, dirty no. looks or something? no no, not, no. no, no. We were we weren't paying attention to this table at this all. This is the first I just we didn't was even know we were there person. until this happened. And her and her boyfriend was kind of crowl her up, being like, "Hey, come on, come no, come on, no, come on," you yeah. know. And she was completely obsessed with the idea that she had to settle some kind of score with us or something. She she wanted a, she, and she wanted though, us to say anything negative. Where she was like trying to start, and we just kept saying, "No, you're great. Like you're doing awesome. Like you're fucking killing it. You rock." And <laughs> And like, because she, she was just wanted, she was like, give me a fucking single reason. <laughs> she was she was, like, she was either ready to explode you. or she was extremely <laughs> was, insecure about how drunk she was and wanted to well, offload that on someone. I else. honestly think what happened, the, my read on it is that the first thing she said to us was that she drunkenly like leered over at our table and was like, hey guys, what's going on? Something of that nature. And then became incredibly self-conscious that she was wasted and thought we like hated her. Rebuffed her yeah. or something. Uh, no, we didn't even yeah. pay attention. She we thought no, that, yeah, like we, we were- We probably in, didn't hear her. Yeah, well, I yeah, we were just, I mean, anything that she said to us, we were just like, cool, hell yeah, man. Yeah. You know, drunk person talking to you, <laughs> yeah. maybe not making any sense, just like, yeah, hell, you, you're you awesome. Yeah, no, she was just like, I, just say something about it. It's okay, you can say it. Yeah. Just like, it's like just, I know you want to. I know to. you want to, so just do it. <laughs> I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> that would have made me very She was like right up in Dustin's face. <laughs> That would have made me very. God bless her boyfriend. <laughs> fucking real fucking. He shit. must deal with that a lot because he was kind of like, like yeah, yeah right, he got her yeah, out of there. Come on, let's go. He, took and her, the he fucking, got her to safety. That guy, you know, your guy, the waiter, uh, the black guy. Okay. He was like, he was like, oh my god, she was so fucked up. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. There's an anomaly there. Apparently, like that as guy's as well. our guy. It's just weird. Guy. No, I just know how much. No, he no he no, knows, he knows me sm- now. You I've, smoke with him. I've been no, there enough now that he knows I'm the guy who orders a little more drinks than the than Kevin. I don't. Know, I guess I feel like you have like the Ohio State fan. Yeah, you have you have a stronger connection to him than I do. Okay, I'm not a drinker. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life. Okay, right. It's one of my only good traits. <laughs> I mean, I, what I realized that I like about Jane Davish is that she, in a different, completely different format, embodies Trump energy. Where like everything she, she says, does, yeah, she does, yeah. It's that she is unflappable and perfect. Like everything she says is filtered through this like bizarre thing that I don't understand. No, but it comes out the other end is like I'm a fucking fan of yeah. you. Yeah, listener. Okay, listeners at home you. who, who I'll are vote for you who are talking about the the bad faith that's going on with some of the Davish stuff. I'll tell you right now, this is since like. The, the the exact kind of cool that we're talking about with Trump applies to Jane Damage. Yeah. So whether it's you're not, not fake. Like, okay. Of course, I'm bemused by her behavior and antics. Uh, I I'm also be- I laugh when fucking Jerry Lewis does stuff on a movie, and I'm like, oh look at this idiot. Like, but also I'm like, he's cool. I have struggled to describe it and got become mealy mouthed in in past few episodes trying to describe why I like Jane. It's because she's based. It's all. That's it, all there is you know, to it. I, I don't. It's not his word that I will pull out so often, but it's a word that means something. To be so committed to something, despite everything telling you you shouldn't do it, she's fucking based. That's like, that's that is like heroic. She's based as fuck. Her and Holly 
rule. And oh my God, that's what I wanted to do in this new... Okay, maybe we could close out this... Let's close out this episode by watching... She has this new series she's doing called Mental Health Check Tuesdays, where she just calls random people on her phone and checks if they're losing their minds or not. And it's... She's so... This is good that we're putting it at the end, too, because that means all the listeners can just turn it off now no listeners like this our subreddit is full of people being like we love full they, of they, people. they think no that no every no, i've not. heard people say i think it's cool that you did the jane davish thing there was literally one person who said there that. is a post with six upvotes from someone who said uh i'd love to help you uh help yeah but that post was also like i feel you're feel like you're walking a fine line here of being borderline fucked up and, well i mean that's their problem beautifully no, I mean that's their. If any, if anyone feels messed up about uh, their their relationship to Jane Javish, that's their own personal problem that they can in- investigate and deal with. I mean, yeah. that's how I feel about it. Dustin's you know? secure in his belief. Like I love her, so it's all good. You know, like good God, I would de- I would defend her. Uh, I like I you know I just can't even, like on a true human level, I would fight for Jane. Yeah, I think it's more like if there were three. Okay, let's say this couch. It's a Titanic situation. And okay, there's only room for th- two people on this. That's board, a better, much better. This board, and it's like you, me, and Jane are in the water. Dustin's got the board. He can pick two people to get on the board mm-hmm. with him. And I, I'm not convinced we would both. Yeah, I'm convinced one of us might not make it. I might get both of you off, and just me and Jane. We're gonna be checking on some people to see if they're going crazy or not. It's a mental health check. Yeah, here's the Jane quote. Intelligent people say a lot of smart things if you think about it. It's just perfect. It's so smart. If you think about it. Everything she says is like that has a triple threat. Intelligent people say a lot of smart things if you think about it. It's just like it really makes you think about everything. It makes you think about reality itself, the nature of intelligence, what it means to be smart. And here we have Mental Health Tuesday Part 2. She's uploading this shit. Don't be fake. Be real. Oh my god, the mental health. Oh, the Don't Be Fake Be Real series was really good. It's I think it's come to a close. So we won't, we'll, we won't go into that. You're such a sicko, Dustin. It was <laughs> It's my favorite stuff. Okay. Like I my I respect her too, but just, You can see that like I've watched all of these from the <laughs> I respect like I respect her enough to like do this. You're the one who's yeah. out here fucking in the mm-hmm. fucking salt mine every day. Just like, yep. I will keep eating this garbage. Doing the hard work. <laughs> I was, you know what? My labor was, I, I, you know, was, was bought. It's unalienated though. You're no, doing that's the thing is that it's actually labor. unbought. I, this is, this is the meaning of life. <laughs> is to this have, is you setting I up have your mic stands. Purchased my own labor. Yes. Setting up my own mic stand. Perfect. Yes. I I am the purchaser of my own labor. Yes. And the labor is to watch these wonderful Jane Davis films. <laughs> okay, we have Mental Health Check Tuesdays Part 4. We're going to be checking on some people to see if they're going crazy or not. It's a mental health check. And the thing I hate about it, start communicating on Facebook. It kind of sucks because they're asking how am I doing on Facebook. Come on, get a fucking life and give me a fucking call. <laughs> Like Mike There's Lindell like presents never. falling from the screen. <laughs> the so what you just saw was Jane Davish fucking fidgeting with her camera, her face all close to it. There were just presents, cartoon presents falling down from the top of the screen. Uh, all sorts of stuff was going on. And she's in, in the way that she says uh, that she articulates her feelings about Facebook. I'm always like, this is, 
thinking she's right about it. So let's keep going uh, with Jane Davish's Mental Health Check Tuesday Part 4 from December 15th, This frame is like insane. Yeah, this is... We're, we're coming into it. It's like a news station setup where it's like a... a like a... What do you call it? Like a pre-set um, like video editing thing where... Uh, it looks like a newsroom and there's like a screen hanging down that you could set your video file to play in. She likes to use this one. <laughs> and she's used just this weirdly cropped photo of someone. Yeah, that's a great thing. That the thing she's chosen <laughs> to put in the frame that you can put your, your image in is a, a photo of her that is cropped so you cannot see her head. You can only see the bottom of her chin. It doesn't fit the... It's only filling up half of the, the <laughs> rectangle. Black. You really have to watch her stuff if you if you're listening honestly go just watch one Jane Dabish thing to see like her editing style. It's just the kind of work that I'm just like how can you not see that that's wrong? No, it's right. Why did you Don't say that to no, her. Right. No, Kay. I no, it's her rights right for her. Yeah. And I that's what I like about her. Mm-hmm. Right. I just I, I just make it makes me feel stupid actually. That I can't yeah, yeah. see why no. you would do this. You are dumb for wanting things to look good. Because like that's <laughs> that's like the, the most simplistic artistic impulse. Oh, I want to make something that looks good and pretty. Oh, it looks nice and has a smart, good story. No. That's so fucking simple-minded. I, it should be complete cos- cosmic, mm. sonic, yeah. cultural dissonance at all times. Yeah, you should just have to constantly pause the thing while you're watching it to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is hurting my brain. <laughs> Here we go. Continuing on. Welcome to today's mental health check. And today, I'm going to actually contact people randomly to see how they're doing. Because I did leave my number online, but a lot of people love texting. I call people randomly. Uh, I'm going to hit my phone and just push it, the button, and just scroll. And I can't wait till I get called because I'm in her phone. Is who I'll be calling. Be You'll be call in one of her videos. I am going to like text her and just honestly tell her to call me. On one of these Almost mental health days. Health mental check. So now I'm doing a mental check on people randomly. I'm I need this. I might. I've, sometimes I'm fucking flipping out. Checking on Maylene. Oh, of course, she's friends Maylene? with a Maylene. Fine, how are you? Actually, I was supposed to call you to say how are you because I'm actually doing a mental health check on people to see how they're doing. She's doing the Lord's work. Well, It's okay. I want to say to you, you know, I did. I scrolled through my contacts and I put my finger on to see who my finger would land on, and landed up right on you. I'm not kidding you. I was just, uh, I was like, I analyzed. Not a too joke. Much. Huh? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I was talking to your daughter earlier. I'm not sure if she told you or not. I had a long drive to work, so I figured I might as well call her. Uh, we haven't started anything yet until the spring because I, I finished um, Distracted by Women. I was waiting for someone to scream because my friend screamed at the last one. I said, how are you doing? I'm checking on your health. <laughs> I think he did Checking it. on your health. <laughs> Everybody needs a mental check, so I thought I could actually check on you. Did anyone go nuts lately during uh, Tuesdays? The nicest thing you can do to your friend is, uh, is call them and say, hey, I just wanted to see, are you fucking insane right now? Just curious if anyone had a mental break. Did anyone have a mental breakdown today? No, not today. Okay. Well, you're, you're going really, really, really well. I have a 
Okay, we just cut to a shot of just a stock image of a candle real quick. There's so many choices being made here. She's cheating on the puppet. You're gonna, we're going to realize eventually how good this is. That's more than can be said about Matrix Resurrection. I know. No oh, choices. my God. I w- well, there's a bunch of jump cuts in this, too. Yeah. Oh. Oh well, I want to say something funny. Guess what? You're lucky he's not a, a Robert. A lot of them they think they know it all. A lot of Jeffs and Michaels are crazy. Those, those kind of names. You're lucky. She runs through a list of like the most common names in America. Dennis. You got it. And and, got it. and Steve's uh, my friend. That's Why did you say that Michaels are crazy? Some people think Michaels are crazy. No, no. <laughs> no, they are. <laughs> no, 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 Jane. That's not what I'm taking issue with at all. No, Michaels are 100% fucking insane. I do like that her friend was like, yeah, I agree. My ex-fiance was named Michael. Michael, one of the most common male names on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Just Michaels and Steves. If you ever run into a Michael or a Steve or like, yeah, like a Tom, run the other way. <laughs> Oh, we're doing, yeah, just her puppet saying hi. Hello. It's I'm just, not, it's I'm not doing just a, her puppet saying hi. Also, this fucking stupid ass. It turns her into take on me music video. I'm crazy. My puppet is here to say hello too. Wait, I actually get it now. This actually, uh, this is kind of a knock on her artistry. She clearly has ADD. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, she's open about this. We've talked about it, me and Jane. Oh yeah. When I when I finally sent her the uh, the episode uploaded to the Making It in Michigan official SoundCloud, you know, yeah, so that she didn't have to you know listen to the actual trash delivery thing, uh, I sent it to her and said, "I'm sorry, it took me so long to send this to you, and I haven't responded to your messages. Like I str- I was struggling with ADHD just like you, because <laughs> she's opens she speaks about it." She gets it, man. She's always struggling with these messages. She's like, people trying to fucking text me all the time. And, you know, it's like, I want to text, but it takes your brain. Well, it's sad because it's physically she's never totally present. No, because who is? she's always. Who among us? I, I think I'm more present than she is because yeah. she's constantly making videos, which means she's constantly. Like right now, she's ostensibly doing a mental health check in on her friend, but she thinks she's being motivated by good re- like Like she thinks it's like, oh, I'm doing this because I care about my friend and I want to show that I care about my friend. No, she's making this to make another video. She's one level above streamer where you can tell when someone else is saying something to her, you can see her stop listening. Yeah. Which she, no one's talking to her in this. Or I know they are. I guess she's calling people. Yeah, she's like not listening to whatever that she wants to talk to them. But when they start to actually talk back about their mental health, she's so inquisitive about. Yeah, which <laughs> she doesn't care. She's like, here's uh, my okay, puppet. that's actually great. Here's my fucking puppet. <laughs> he wants to say duty poopy to you. Or I don't know what her puppet. She doesn't. The puppet says. I don't, Let's find out. What okay. does he say? All right. Okay. We're checking back in. I know. I heard her say she's dating someone from POS. Well, Josh, I'm sorry. I You're dating someone call. from POS. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. So now I'm going to try to call someone else. Hi, honey. I just missed your call. Oh. Why do I have a call you to say, hey, I'm calling you to see how they're doing. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to break down. I don't want anyone to break down. Voice only. I'm recording. I I I fixed myself oh, okay. up. Yeah, you can do a mental health check on me. <laughs> <laughs> Just your voice. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm actually 
actually, I just had a client witness ask me if I was okay because I looked tired. So I guess you could metal check me. Um, been working like nonstop work, like literally. Um, but I love it, you know. But I, yeah, I get a little tired. You know, it pulls me through. Jane doesn't like it. She's like boring. Her eyes are wandering off. They have a lot of uh, vitamin B. It doesn't seem like she actually gives a shit about what they're gonna say. No, she's like, she's like, this has nothing she's to do with like you losing waiting, your mind. Waiting. F- for them to stop talking so that she can talk again. Yeah. She calls. It's so like she calls. It's, I love the the like veneer of like I'm doing a mental health check, but she's so disappointed when they're oh, when yeah. they're not. She's like, no, I called you because like the cue was for you to ha- be fucked up. She's what? like, can you please be mentally unhealthy? Actually, she doesn't want anything. She doesn't respond to the stimulus in any way. She's following the same script, which is that is true. When if someone would if someone was just like, yeah, I just like fucking killed my sister-in-law that she'd be like oh really what about that was happening yeah. what the heck <laughs> she would she would even say she would even say what happened she'd no. just be like i'm just calling to make sure you're okay yeah, she'd be like, oh i was just yeah because she said this is the part right it's like when you get a phone call from a fucking robot telemarketer that's like hey how's it going and you, it tricks you to think that oh someone's talking to me and then you say oh i'm all right and then they just keep going it's like oh this is a robot this is a script so the dark truth is it's not a script it's actually the robot could pay attention to you, but if their eyes are wandering, you're boring. Yeah. You're boring. Jane is a program. She's just, uh, she's a program that assesses whether someone's boring or not. <laughs> so let's continue. And with. everyone's boring. You know what I do? What? I had it yesterday and today. I make hot, hot, hot chicken noodle soup. And I put a little bit of extra salt and some pepper in there. Jane's not sure about this. You know, you want to drink it while it's super hot. It goes right down your throat. It's wonderful in this cold weather. Oh. And um, it just makes my throat, because I'm talking a lot on the phone, you know, and it cord or whatever. Go, go down. It makes my throat feel better. Because I have been feeling like some throat pain, you know, sort of like my throat hurts. Jane hates this. Oh, you know what to say, too? You know, really work. If you have hot water, lemon, and put hot honey in it, it works really well for the throat. Oh, uh, well, anyways, I was trying to check on your mental health check. You're an idiot about the soup thing. Don't. Some people ha- handle it right. Some people can't. It is such a fucked up filter. <laughs> she looks like a total she, So, like, yeah, she keeps putting this filter on that turns the entire screen into a very fucked up looking, like, digital hand-drawn she thing. She looks like the Evil Dead Where, demons. like, you know, it's a type of hand-drawn filter that accentuates every line on your face in, like, a bad way. And it slowly scrubs out and reveals her. Joan Didion? Yeah. Is this, was Jane the last person she ever spoke to? Joan would have definitely loved Jane. I don't know about that. Actually, she would have. She would have. Okay, this isn't working out. Jane, hang up. So okay, she's leaving a message. And she's leaving it all in. Hi, so I'm calling you to see how your mental health check is. This is Jane. So you'll probably text me back. Text doesn't work. So I thought I could call you. Your voice would only be recorded. This is for YouTube. So hopefully you're fine. I was just thinking back. I haven't talked to you for like two, three months. 
Uh, take care. Call me whenever you get a chance before 11 p.m. How many, of these, how many of these people are sc- screening the call? It makes it sound like she got word that the person was going to fucking do it tonight. Like, she's like... I'll check Tuesday. So far, nobody went nuts. Not yet. Except at work. Some guy went nuts. I'm trying to contact people by putting my finger on the phone and scrolling through it to see. It's all how you present yourself. Absolutely, Jane. Some people can present themselves well. Some people can't. Some people are already nuts themselves. Keep contacting. No more. I'm like, <laughs> no. So, we're doing this for like okay. a half an hour. Okay, all right. That's enough, Jane. <laughs> Nate, Dustin just gets carried away. This episode's like three hours no, long. Yeah, this okay, that's the end of the episode. We just watched Jane for an hour. <laughs> what oh, fuck? what is this? What the fuck? What the? Okay, you know what? Forget it. We can't watch any more Jane, <laughs> Jane stuff. It's what, is, it maybe what a, is that? God, I have so many notes we just like didn't get to. Uh, let me take. I, like a cartoon or a stuffed animal wearing a little fedora. This is, it looks like is a, that like Black Grimace? There is a a big stuffed like bear hippopotamus oh, wearing yeah, a tiny a fedora. All right, the the video title being pre order Circle of Dreams poetry book today, and that's her book she wrote. So I would assume that this uh, um big like like puppet is doing PR for her. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I got. I mean, I went. Uh, all I have is that I. Uh, I did. I did take a vacation to Zug Island. I visited Zug Island. I had a great time there. I went. I walked up to the border of it, and 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 then a wind began to blow across the river between me and Zug, and carried all the smells and sensory experiences of Zug to me and I began to start to uh to retch and almost throw up and ran back to my car with Maya we were both almost throwing up uh and I got in my car and I felt just is just fantastic I felt like uh one of the luckiest boys in the world to have gone to Zug Island and gotten the true Zug experience basically have the t-shirt now so and now you have a tumor. Yeah, a Zug tumor. I mean, I could sell that shit on eBay. You don't think that's going to be valuable? No, I'm sure it will be. Yeah. It's first edition. It's probably not, actually. The real first edition are, yeah, from the uh, people who live in the exclusion zone around it. But, yeah, I've been traveling around. I've been traveling around, man. It's, you know, it's not that I don't have any good... So I kind of have stories, but not really. I went to East China, Michigan. I went to China Township. I hung out with a bunch of Midwesterners. Chinese. Midwesterner Chinese, Chinese people. I, I'm like convinced it can't be called China. I like, and I was too shy. I was too scared to be like, can you tell me though? What do you call this place? Where do you say you live? It'd be like, oh, this is China. You know, it's like, if you call people from Lake Orion, Orion, they'll like kill you. So I was afraid. <laughs> That's it. That's it. This was trash delivery. Thanks. Thank you. S- see you in hell. Merry Christmas. None of the other ones. This is a Christian 
podcast. This world know about money and pussy. And you need to figure that out. Once you figure that out, you'll be better off in life. Nigga shit I do a lot of Nigga we be sippin' out the bottle I be fresh as hell rockin' powder Hoppin' out the PJ with a model Swimmin' in a baddie tryna drown Every nigga with me got style I won't put a watch on this it cost a hundred thou I want all the money and the power She took me for granted even when I tried to show her the better me I did a 69 with a friend I'm praying to God she don't tell on me Tonight, nigga getting head in the colony Percocet got me floating like a butterfly But I sting you like a bumblebee St. Laurent the only thing I put on my back Off white jeans look like cooked crap I caught a poor stomach, could a shit snatch Gave my girl a dub, not her butt fat You might take your women to the Louis store My bitches be asking where Chanel at I know you see them crosses, yeah that's chrome hard All this water on me, where the wells at? Stars in the ceiling, I'm with God at The supercharged wine like the car mat Savage got a whole lot of hits, dawg I be dropping bonds like bad that Rich nigga shit I do a lot of Nigga we be sipping out the bottle I be fresh as hell rocking product Hopping out the PJ with a model Swimming in a baddie trying to drown Every nigga with me got style I won't put a watch on this, it cost a hundred thou I want all the money and the power I've been in a vault with a gold in the back. Ay, no longer my dog, cause you t-